gentlemen and podcast fans around the world, welcome back to Better Than Most Things with your hosts, Sean and Max. Hey, thank you very much, producer Mr. E. Ole, thank you. <laughs> much appreciated. So I wanted to bring us in on a story I think you guys already heard of. Okay. The Gorilla Glue Lady. Yes. Okay. Only in passing, you know, have I seen clickbaity bullshit about this, but well, what's up with it? So, it actually is true. So, a Louisiana woman, uh, she had to seek medical treatment because she used Gorilla Glue, uh, the spray adhesive, as, like, hairspray. And she went viral early this February because um, she's, <laughs> she basically mentioned that her hair had been stuck in the same style for a month. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> So I have the video for you really quick. Like I said, oh, my, we'll play it for now. You can edit this out. Just I just want you. I want you guys to see it. So, so you're educated about it. But her hair was stuck in this. And long story short, what she did was she ran out of her go-to hairspray. It's called like Got to Be Glue. And so she thought she could put a little bit of this real glue adhesive and yeah. just wash it out later. That's basically what she thought. Okay. And then was surprised when her hair was stuck in the same. Yeah. <laughs> but. Was it a success? If it was stuck for a month, that seems like a lot of hair care. You don't it's necessarily kind of funny. Have to do like. I, I mean, hey, her hair's on point. Like, let's let's say it right there. Like, right, it's on point. Like, okay, walk, look at, So here's her hairstyle that she's had for a month. Oh damn, my hair gel lasted too long. Dude, this is like Hank that's Hill's never a concern. Hank Hill's you hear? dream, right? He's like, if I was ever gonna pay six hundred dollars for a haircut, it'd be an everlasting haircut. <laughs> so, anyway, all right, let's see the picture here. Awesome. It's slicked down. Looks great. Is there is there any itching or burning or You know what's funny is she probably can't get water into it because it's probably sealed with the glue. <laughs> Keep thinking your thoughts. Yes, I'll go into this. She used straight up gorilla glue. Gorilla glue. If you've ever used the regular gorilla glue, it is pretty mighty. She's mighty Joe head. Young. Look, look. Wow. <laughs> She can't even get in between the strands. My favorite part. It's a helmet. I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to show, like, that's what I mean. Like, the ponytail, too. The ponytail, too? Oh, dude. Well, why are you surprised? Yeah, right? So, I'm guessing. No shit. Thank you for that public yeah. service Much appreciated. That's how, I love it. It's like it's gonna be like that, and then it cuts off for just forever. You know what's why. funny is that probably made her viral on TikTok too. I wonder if there was a, <laughs> that's like, why we're talking about. Yeah, it. I wonder if. Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, so <laughs> I'm not saying yeah, it was that set happened. Up or I mean, so it's, this is a story that's been happening in theory for like a month or so, but we found out about it like last week or something. So my guess is next time she should water it down or find some sort of. Maybe um, interesting baby oil. I like how you're still trying to MacGyver using the Gorilla Glue. Well, for Use sure, a lot it, less. It works. Just cut it. It definitely did <laughs> like, its job. For sure. Oh. I, for a month, I'd like to see like Liberty Spikes or like, because she flattened it. And I guess we didn't see much of the ponytail, but it looked pretty thick and like hardy too. Uh-huh. So like its weight kept it in line and... But her hair was pretty, pretty taut, Honestly, so it was pulled back pretty hard. Maybe this is a way to weaponize your hair in, like, Mad Max world or something. Uh, like, I see, am humongous. And you have like, you all go. these, like, spikes that are gorilla glued to, That's to be the there one. for two months. That's the one. And you just sit there like, slim, slim. Yeah, I want to see how this does with a real hairstyle. Not uh, not She's to disparage hers. Hers looks great. But something with uh, some shape to it. But She had yeah. the ponytail. She could have used that as a club. I never even thought about that shit. <laughs> 
fun, fun. Well, um, <laughs> you had the question about the shower stuff. Yeah, it's a hundred percent waterproof. Uh, yeah. Gorilla Glue is so. Yeah, so she tried to shampoo it multiple times. Nothing was working. Um, the label says to remove it. Uh, you use acetone or isopropyl uh, uh, alcohol, but that was burning your scalp. And so, but what, what I'm telling you, the <laughs> story is um, this has been going on, but there's updates for today. This happened today. Um, so yeah, her name's uh, Tessica Brown, and Tessica she had surgery today to Jesus. basically get rid of the gorilla glue. Surgery. They called it surgery. It wasn't a procedure. It was surgery. Oh, dude. Like, they probably had to cut the, the scalp a little her. bit. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, cause... they probably shaved her head. You couldn't just shave it. You have to cut it is the thing. It's 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 even weirder than that because think about it. It's, uh, so Gorilla Glue is made of a – it's a polyurethane. Huh. So that's the main ingredient in Gorilla Glue. So you have to break down those bonds. Like it's – it's uh, what, is, oh, what yeah. they say about Gorilla Glue? Give me one second. You use Gorilla Glue. Yeah, it's industrial strength glue. Um Wait, hold on. Where is it? There it is. It's 100% waterproof and usually used for fixing bathroom tiles, wood flooring, and decking. Wow. So something to keep your – like you're kind of, that's how insane this shit well, is. So anyway, the doctor, uh, he did this uh, 12,500 procedure for free. His name is uh, Dr. Michael Obeng, so shout out to him. Uh-huh. Um, it was a four-hour procedure, and um, she was under anesthesia during the procedure too, light anesthesia. And uh, yeah, basically he used a mixture of – he, uh, a medical grade adhesive remover, aloe vera, olive oil, and a dash of acetone to break down that polyurethane. Does and she still have hair? Yeah. Like all of it? No, not all oh, of okay. it. Oh, okay. Oh, actually, uh, you know what's funny? I'm going to show you some of the video really quick so you get an idea, but I'll talk over it. So, uh, one, well, uh, question. We're saving questions. We're saving questions. I'm sorry. Uh, just really quick. They said, remember how you saw the ponytail before? Uh, oh, they during, cut it all off. Before, well, before this procedure, her and her cousin cut the ponytail off, and that relieved some pressure because... Her head, she was, like, having, like, headaches and shit. Like, I mean, your head couldn't breathe. Like, if it's all squeezing in and blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, question, Hoshan. No, not a question, but a goddamn statement. So, the thing is... <laughs> this thing, is crazy. So, ultimately, uh, you couldn't... She couldn't wait for this to grow out because it had formed a helmet, and it was probably blocking hair from growing. Yes. Thus, ingrown hairs, the Ooh. headaches, the pressure, all yes. of that. I didn't even think about that. Sounds agonizing. But fucking, yeah, put her under and use the alcohol because the alcohol but works, but it was stinging her head. So yeah. just put her under you know, and oh, do yeah, it. She's on like, like pain pills. In the and end stuff of the now. day, guys, she waited a fucking month to do something about it. <laughs> like, that's way too long. Well, you'd be surprised. You know, there's a problem after day seven. <laughs> I guess true. I guess day seven. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, I'll give you seven days. <laughs> it's just, it's, you know, you have to come to terms with it. It's like, day oh, man. Seven. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It's wow. a really good hair gel. Yeah. Shit. So, anyway, she's out of it now. So, even though it's kind of a funny story to talk about now, it was kind of. You know what? Crappy for her. Back in the day, I, I used to like rocking a pomp when I could get a decent haircut. A what? A pompadour. You know, just a, a slick back, but with a little bump in the front. Oh, like that 50s, like, I'm a punk guy. Like, in every movie, it's like, hey, yo, me and my girl, hey, see, we're going to go to the di- the, the diners. Yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's also a detective on the side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so uh, when I die... I want them to use this shit in my hair because it's not going to matter, Ooh. but it's going to hold it for ages and it's going to be water soluble. It's not like there's going to be alcohol leaking into my coffin. This is really an advertisement for Gorilla Glue. <laughs> she should fucking be a spokesman. Just like, like her, this is like, trust me, it works. <laughs> I wonder if they'll give her something or send her a That'd little. Sick, <laughs> How like you a doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they'll do something. Dude, yeah, I mean, that's or a- now though, it'll be new text on the warning label. Do oh, not put spray. in your hair. God. Yeah. 
Yeah, this is, they're going to have. A, to it's add a marketing goldmine for them. So invest. Yeah. In, let's all invest in Gorilla Glue stock right now. It's going up. <laughs> I wonder if she can pull the like McDonald's coffee lawsuit. Like I didn't know my coffee was hot. Like I didn't know this was going to make me have that surgery. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. There was no. There's no warning. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. All right, I've got a uh, Florida or Australia oh, for you guys. Oh, I love these. Okay. Right, here we go. It's been a minute. Yes, it has. It has been. For new listeners, this is when I read a story and I give vague, you know, vague locations. And uh, these guys have to decide whether or not that crazy story was from Florida or Australia. So here we go. Official Florida. <laughs> I was about to get out of my head. I was like, Australia. <laughs> Officials say a hacker remotely gained access to a local water treatment plant, attempting to increase the amount of sodium hydroxide in the water to potentially dangerous levels. It's a villain. <laughs> I have, yeah, he's a Batman villain. I know the answer. <laughs> Do you really? I don't have this topic, but a in my research today, it, it was one I almost did. Okay. So I didn't actually, I've read the headline. So I'm just saying, I know this answer. So I want this to be 100% mystery, all or nothing. Well, we also have Maestro in the room there too, so he can play. Have you have you heard about this topic, Maestro? No, okay. Because here's what I'm thinking really quick is like, so far it's almost like us versus host Sean all the time, right? He's always challenging us. And like, usually we get it kind of right, but he's always trying to trick us. So I'm already out of that because <laughs> I know I'm going to recuse myself of this one. So that's fine. You're the only one on the team unless okay. we get Maestro. All right. So, uh, yeah, the hacker gained access, tried to inc- increase the amount of sodium hydroxide, which is a poison, essentially, for us. I didn't know the story, though. I'd it's, like to hear more of the story. It's a yeah. lie. And uh, essentially, it dehydrates you. Um, the effects were reversed before anyone was harmed. So, good stuff. That's they good. caught it. Um, what happened was they detected multiple breaches, but shrugged it off because the staff thought it was their supervisor who was working remotely from home. So they, they saw the network doing weird things and, you know, like, okay, you know, wow. that's just Bob fucking around or trying to do whatever. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Uh, but around 1330, the operator said they noticed their mouse cursor moving about their screen, opening various bits of software on the computer. Right? Is that that's something Bob used to do? <laughs> Bob doesn't do this. Could you imagine sitting at your desk at work on your computer, then all of a sudden the mouse starts moving around and oh, like, dude. you know, you didn't call IT to do that. <laughs> like, who's what's happening here? You should call somebody. You know, it was funny. My first instinct, which I already know, is dumb. I was like, I'll just unplug the mouse. But I was like, wait, that's, <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, it's too late. Unplug <laughs> the mouse. Uh, this happened uh, this week sometime, him. or maybe earlier. You know, relatively recently. Um. Luckily, no koalas were harmed. So, hmm, gotcha. do you guys think it was Florida or Australia? It's Michigan, I'm going to say. I know the answer. 100% Australia. And you... Australia also. Okay, both Maestro and Mr. E for Australia. Max, what's the answer? That was a Florida. Really? I, and it was funny. He said the koala thing to throw us off. I just got to... <laughs> this is actually the first... This is an insight to this I game. Know. I know. He probably does this all the time. Well, I was going to say <laughs> Australia either way, to be I honest. I never thought about that. I figured since they're 100% surrounded by salt water, that maybe water would be more important there, and that's why he did it. Oh. Yeah, that was my logic. Oh, that koala thing. Yeah. I think he just mind-fucked you guys. <laughs> well, I was going to say it either way. So. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. I'm going to throw those kind of curveballs all the fucking time I like now. That. I love it. Okay. Man. So, yeah, this happened in uh, Oldsmar, Florida, population 15,000. Uh, police, together with the F- 
FBI and intelligence agencies are currently working on a criminal investigation to find the person or persons responsible for the security breaches. Uh, they say they have some leads, but they don't have a suspect. Oh, that sucks. But dude, that is like a, a Bond villain. That's yeah. An inc- yeah, that's like not just trying to pull a prank or harm a couple people. That's like an incredible amount of fallout that can happen because of that. That's yeah. crazy. Start with the scarecrow and then work your <laughs> yeah. way down the rest of the, the rogues list. <laughs> Who's the suspect? Okay, start with the most dangerous man in Australia. I'm sorry, Florida, <laughs> and then go from there for you know sure. Who stop the hacker man, the Florida that's hacker crazy. man. Who? Jetpack man. Jetpack man. <laughs> Jetpack drone. I don't have any story about him. I just wanted to mention. <laughs> I imagine the commercial for Jetpack Man is very G.I. Joe's. Like, da-da-da-da-da, Jetpack Man! He can do anything a Jetpack can. So, I, I read a cool science story I was going to tell you guys about. So, um, I'm always into solar system shit. Yes. And so, yes. Um, recently they confirmed the most distant known object in our solar system. In our solar system. In our solar system. So, huh. it's a solar system object that is the most distant one that we know about. Okay. Has been confirmed. Okay. Okay, I'll tell you more about it. So, technically, wouldn't that be one of the Voyagers that are out there? No. Because it's outside our solar system now? Yes. Got it. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so, so here's what it is, basically. So, they actually discovered this in 2018, but we're just getting kind of more confirmations about it now, because, you know, that's how science is. It's always like, oh, someone read the zeros and the dots, and now it's back two years later, and it's definitely confirmed that's out there. But well, here's the name of it, though. It's called Far, Far Out. <laughs> That's why it's fun. I love it. Yeah. It's not JJ36589BS. Exactly. Like T5. It's just Far, Far Out. So now we're going to call it Far, Far Out now. So Far, Far Out is either a large chunk of rock or a small dwarf planet, whatever you want to consider it at this point. And it's 132 astronomical units away from the sun. Now, I want to put that in perspective. So 132 astronomical units. Do you guys know what an astronomical unit is? We've talked about space many times now. An astronomical unit is the distance, the average distance, from the Earth to the sun. That is it. Boom. Or 93 million miles or eight light minutes. 93 million miles. Cool. Mm-hmm. I never thought about that. the eight light minutes. Like, we know light yeah. takes that above, but just when I read that today, I was like, oh, my God. Just eight. Now, every time they say AU, just be like, or that many minutes away via light. Hey, if you can move at the speed of light, you can hop across the solar system in no yeah, time. dude. So now, based off that, uh, far, far out is the 132 on average of AUs or astronomical units out. To put that in perspective, uh, Pluto is do 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 is 39 astronomical units away. Wow! So that's how far that away is, it is. That is a great distance. That's uh, crazy. Yes. Yeah, huh. I know. That's what's kind of cool about it. Like that's that's why I wanted to define all this astronomical unit this time because we've said it before. We kind of know that, but now that we're kind of putting in perspective what that means, that's how far away some of this shit is. And so to get back into astronomical units, well, what the, are you thinking? Yeah, yeah. Well, just the idea that um, the Voyager stuff is farther than that. The Voyager yeah. satellites and they passed Jupiter, or excuse me, they Pluto. passed Pluto so long ago. Yes. It seems I just. Yeah. In my head, I picture Pluto as the edge of the solar system, and you know, beyond that is the gate. Exactly. Nope. That's cool. There's, remember, wow. the solar system is like the the because last time we mentioned Voyager, like so many years ago, it like left our heliosphere, like our sun. Like you have to think about the entire thing. That's like a bubble, and um, that's how we define the solar system. Yeah, pretty much. And I was even researching more because I was like, there's talking about because this is like a Kuiper belt. Remember the Kuiper belt versus the Oort belt. I kind of was getting all that shit wrong because the Kuiper Belt's right outside Pluto, and it's all these icy, rocky shit. And I thought the Oort Cloud was the one in between 
Mars and shit? No, uh-huh. that's not that at all. That's just the asteroid belt. Yeah, the Oort okay. cloud is literally the shell of our solar system full of rocks. It's almost Ooh. it's like a bubble versus the Kuiper belt is a donut type of shit. So anyway, oh, okay. this, yeah, so the so the far far out thing is a Kuiper belt object that's out there. And it's the farthest one we know about. But was another kind of fun thing that I think you'll like is so earlier these same guys who found far far out they found a dwarf planet they named far out, <laughs> and that was the farthest one for a while. It was 124 astronomical units out there? They called it far out because when they first found it, they're like they exclaimed, "Oh my gosh!" And that's what they called it. So now when they found the other one, they called it far far out. <laughs> so if this trend continues, maybe they'd find a far 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 out. Or far, 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 far out. But and why is this all important, too? The 25th one will be FFO25. Yeah, oh, <laughs> Back For to sure. the numbers. Far, systems. far out, 25. <laughs> and yeah. But what's cool about this, too, is they're studying the outer solar system now. Like, not for the first time, but just more in depth now. They're really pretty much mapping that area. I mean, we're going to need that to escape the solar system, right? Well, I think it was kind of a wake-up call when they realized uh, that outside of our solar system is tons of cosmic radiation mm-hmm. that our sun's heliosphere or our sun's magnetic sphere or whatever is out, out there pretty much. is protecting us from Yeah. They're, like, fighting each other. There was, like, yeah. a resistance, I think, right? Wasn't there some resistance that was happening when the Voyager was moving or something, like, ooh, transitioning? Mm-hmm. Um but also, they're working on the idea, you know, maybe you get a glimpse of the supposed Planet Nine, the hypothetical object that oh. is thought responsible for the strange movement of clusters of objects in the outer reaches beyond Pluto. Planet X. Don't they call it Nirabu or something, too? Oh, or? God, that's, no. That, no? That, that, I mean, I don't is know. Is Scientology? I'm uh, yeah, I feel like that's all, like, I don't know. Like, remember, it's hypothetical, so I don't obviously believe in a Planet Nine, but they're just saying, they call it that almost in some way, because, like they said, something's moving shit out there. But... Other theory, I've read other articles are just like, that's just fucking gravity doing it. Like, what just like, I mean, think about it. You got a bunch of huge shit, and they all like, I have just, I'm just big enough to have some gravity. It's like, I'm just not. And then they all crash into each other, and that's making this do this. And yep. it's almost like vortexes and bullshit. And I don't fucking, I don't know what I'm talking about, obviously. But anyway, that's, that's what I think all that shit is. Well, that- but I, I just love all the idea of there's far out and far, far out. And then through this study, I found there's also one called uh, the Goblin. The goblin? The goblin. Yeah. Wow, I want to know more about <laughs> that, that. That's 80 one. astronomical units away. So that's like twice as far as, as I wonder Pluto why they is. chose that name. I don't know. <laughs> I just That was the just goblin. the last one. Like, oh, there's yeah. also the goblin out there. <laughs> that, yeah, speaking of space, that just reminds me of a story we did a while ago about um, a comet that was traveling this way. And then there was a star a couple hundred light years away. And they're both pulsating at the same rate mm-hmm. and how unusual that was <laughs> and scientists are tripping like, like oh my god yeah it just yeah space is crazy all yeah, sorts dude. of crazy we don't know shit about there. it it's big as fuck so speaking about some stuff we don't know about or conspiracy theorists would have you believe we don't know everything about this hmm. it's called the black knight satellite oh i've heard I've this, heard this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah have you guys yeah, yeah. i mean not recently but like it's like a one of those Kind of, I don't want to say Illuminati shit, or just like some, isn't it supposed to be like some dark satellite that's up there that no one knows what it is, and either been there forever, and or just, or just a recent one? <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So. Sounds like the plot of like Harry Potter, like book three, and the and the dark satellite. Yeah, like Harry the Potter Illuminati and the dark satellite. You're, astro- you're an astronaut, Harry. Let me regale you with the legend yes. of the black satellite. The Black Knight satellite. And that's night. K N I G H T, like a soldier, like, like a, a knight of the round table. Yep, knight in shining armor. 
So conspiracy theorists think it was built by aliens and is about 13,000 years old. NASA says it's a broken off piece of the Discovery satellite. Some sort of space blanket. Bullshit. <laughs> Those are your choices. Okay. And both have Bullshit. merit. Quote, facts. Yes. <laughs> he did buddy quotes. Uh, buddy air quotes when he said facts. Here are the facts. Aliens exist. The end. Next topic. All right. Well, frankly, I agree with that one. So yeah. I'm, actually, I'm actually kind of on board with that. Okay. I, I would say, say that's a fact. So the Black Knight... Is a satellite that... Oh, that was weird. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. I didn't. I thought that was just in my ear. No, I got that. Okay. I didn't hear nothing. Sorry, audience. <laughs> um, it's a satellite that orbits... It was in your bad orbits... ear. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let me turn you up, actually. Uh, satellite that orbits Earth in retrograde, meaning it revolves around the Earth in the opposite direction as our rotation. Mm. Does that make sense? It doesn't go with us. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Us. So it's fighting. Most... If not all man-made satellites, I the articles I said I found said all and whatnot. So I'm sure there's most, a, if know, not all. Pro- yeah, exactly. Man-made objects have prograde orbits because it's more fuel efficient. You know, the centrifugal force of the Earth helps pull those things yeah. along in orbit. So that's strange, and that's About. weird. Uh, Tesla. Back in 1899, and this is this is where the conspiracy theorists really. Oh, they're like Tesla. What? <laughs> like where where this come from? Okay. Well, they plant their they plant their flag in this theory okay. right here, or in this statement. Uh, back in 1899, he picked up strange mathematical symbols he thought were coming from Mars. But yeah, you know, that's crazy. So now people think those signals are coming from the Black Knight. Oh, of course. <laughs> because uh, there's Wasn't been he in love with the Dove too. Uh, he teleported people right didn't he kill hugh jackman i don't remember how yeah, that he was down. a genius and he also was in love with doves like <laughs> i don't think it was sexual love but deep love i believe it someone like that like no one satisfies you yeah doves do doves do. <laughs> um so these theorists these conspiracy theorists have also claimed that uh signals have been picked up from this thing uh since then you know, in the 70s, in the 80s, in the 90s. Oh, it's just, and... it's on time. Yes. Well, uh, not not necessarily on time, but just strange signals that are unexplained coming from it. that. We know where it is now, so we can track it. But, um, here, let me show you a photo, too. It's gone dark right now. So this is it. This is a photo that has been taken it's, of the Black Knight. You know what's funny? Is this a dick again? <laughs> like, I'm, I just got so scared. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So that's it. And that's a zoomed-in photo. That looks like a blanket. It looks like a blanket? It's funny, so? like, I've seen that photo, but once they said blanket, it kind of explains even the retrograde or, I mean, the other grade orbit, right? Retrograde, yeah. Because maybe it's just sitting there kind of floating on some solar weird, whatever shit and just keep it afloat on pure, like a solar sail, if you will, or something weird. It could be. Uh, NASA says it's just a random uh, space signals, like pulsars and such, instead of something coming from it, these these astronomers on earth are picking up pulsars They're that are essentially passing by radio astronomers the black knight radio astronomers basically they're sitting there like just pointing some yeah. radio shack thing and they hear like everything like see all this noise it's coming definitely from that part of the sky like that's those like people a bajillion that's, planets those are the people that found the wow signal they, no they're not no they're not i don't think so the wow people who found the wow signal because well, it was the on the radio signal? wave right that was in the ocean, and then the... Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, radio... Uh, 
whatever they, what are they called? Astronomers? Yeah. They're the ones who found oh, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah. I thought you meant like the guys who found the... No, 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 no. <laughs> like, what? I don't think they're the ones who found that. Yeah. Oh, okay. What's the wow signal? Well, we know it's the ice breaking now, but it's like... Oh. No, the wow signal's from space. Remember? Because the person wrote wow next to it on the reading that came out from oh. the radio signal. I'm talking about the bloop. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the wow signal okay. now, too. The guy wrote okay. wow. It was like a pulse on the thing that went wow next to it. It was a strange radio signal that came from deep space. And uh, it's called the wow signal because on the printout, you can see where the needle jumped. And then the person who was watching the signal wrote wow next to it. And nice. it's just an unexplained radio signal that came from you know deep in space. That's cool. I yeah. like that one. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, so if it is a piece of space junk from a satellite, obviously it's got to be from 60s era and beyond. Why? Well, because we didn't start launching satellites until then. As far as you know. <laughs> True that. <laughs> um, but since then, the Cold War and the space race uh, fueled more conspiracies about this thing as we were launching all sorts of stuff and everybody's getting paranoid about space and missiles and blah, blah, blah. They launched blankets up there. They launched blankets. Yes. <laughs> That'll get them. Flannel. They got um, the Indians. We'll get space, too. Just put smallpox on these blankets. Roman <laughs> space. Ah, more. Goddamn moon men. Murray. Yeah, the moon men. Got all those cheese. We need that cheese. <laughs> we need the cheese. So Mercury 7 astronaut Gordon Cooper fanned the flame when he spotted a UFO on one of his missions. Uh, he since doubled down on his claim in his book and whatnot. And so he's staunchly uh, in the camp that, you know, there are things up there that we can't explain. And this is probably one of them. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So that's all I really cared to look into about this object. I mean, the conspiracy theories were vast. Just Yeah, it's like it's a MacGuffin. It really is. You can just make anything you want there. Oh, you know, you add a little deep space signal, a little bit of a night probe, and it's aliens, you see, and the, there it is. Dark matter. I Dark. just... <laughs> Drug delivery system. And... This is just one of those uh, stories you come across every now and then. Like, this has either been around for thousands of years, or it's just been around for, like, 50 years, 60 years. Cool. I want to know more. Like, just one of those things you discover. Mm-hmm. All right, it's that time. We're going to pick a suggestion out of the hat, and we're going to play the better... What's better than most game? <gasps> and uh, Mr. E won last time, so here you go, Mr. E. I am shaking the hat. Okay. Oh, actually, no, we're not. We're taking a suggestion straight from the audience this time, right? We are. This is Maestro's suggestion. This is Maestro's suggestion. And if uh, you, the listener, wants to suggest something for our game, please DM us on our Instagram. And uh, we'll put it in the game. I like this one. I peeked. <gasps> what the fuck? All right. The topic of what's better than most is a genie versus a wizard. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, this could go one. anywhere. Find out how we spin it when we come back. Welcome back. As you know, before the break, we chose the subject for our what's better than most game segment. And the topic was genie versus wizard. So... I'm going to give Host Max Wizard. Yes. And I'm going to give okay. Host Sean Genie. And Wizard will go first. Okay. So tell us, what's better than most? A genie or a wizard as a regular customer in your weed clinic? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Host Max, you'll go first. You have one minute. Start now. Okay. Well, I guess I'd rather have a wizard as a customer at my weed shop. Because 
First of all, they're just jolly great folks, and they can sit there and cast spells and all the weed, and they'd always be big tippers, I'm sure. Versus the genie's always like, oh, my master sent me in to buy some weed, and like, I don't have any money, sorry. And or he's gonna grant wishes, and if I have employees, I don't want them granting wishes. They're gonna wish to own the shop or something, and I'm gonna get wished out of an existence and be like, oh, great, I don't even have any someone wish for free weed forever. Thanks, genie. The wizard's gonna <laughs> gonna do that stuff, or if he is, he's gonna at least like have some like blood pack. Like, I'll give you more customers, but I need two ounces of your blood, and that at least that's makes sense at least to me, right? Um, uh, Twenty seconds. Okay. Also, um, genies are restricted, right? Like, you, they're gonna. They only have three wishes and they're done. Wizards forever. They can keep doing stuff. All oh, I can get sixty years worth out of a wizard versus I use up three genie wishes and he's just some dude again. With, where's he getting his money? Oh, I guess he can wish for. He can't do shit. It's all about the master. It's all Five about seconds. Uh, so wizards are way better. And your time's up. Oh, Sean, you have one minute starting now. All right. First of all, uh, we don't know that all wizards are jolly great folks, huh? Have you met Voldemort? <laughs> Secondly. <laughs> Secondly, the master's not an issue. You gotta ask yourself, why is this master sending a genie to a weed shop when he could wish it? I think the genie mm. is a great guy, and he's just doing the master a favor. He's not he the master could just wish for all the weed he wanted, like you said, but he doesn't. Instead, he's sending the genie. So I think you need the genie as a customer at your weed shop because the master is gonna constantly send him there. And after the master is done with them, you know who the master is. You got his ID, you got his address, you keep tabs on him, and you get that genie after he's done with it, and then all of a sudden you're in. <laughs> And that's a great genie to have because he's willing to do these favor favors for you. Twenty seconds that are uh, are not wishes. So if he's running weed shop, that's a tedious thing. You know he's going to the grocery store too, or filling up your car with gas. Like that's why you want the genie because then you can eventually get him for yourself. And uh, wizards are not as powerful as genies, obviously. Oh my god! And your time's up. Most max, you'll have a. 30 wizards are way more powerful. Hang on, than genies. you'll have a thirty-second we'll rebuttal. Get that out of the way. <laughs> hang on, hang on. We'll have a thirty-second bottle starting now. Okay, well, wizards are way more powerful than genies, by the way, because genies are stuck in a lamp and they're just restricted. They can't do anything. Wizards can cast a spell and get you done. Just you know, might have a little less oomph in there, but anyway, fuck you. Um, uh, back to the weed stuff. It's, uh, genies are more expensive to have, man. Like all these wishes and shit, that's way more expensive versus a wizard can just sit there and like cast a spell there spell on this he can like, cast spells all day for me seconds. man i'll give him free weed versus the genie can't accept shit because he has that stupid master who if you ever cross him is gonna wish you out of existence or some crap and so <laughs> the G the wizard still has some just has some clout he's a, he's the everyman he could talk to him at least you, can, you know where he lives the genie who lives in the up. fucking secret area <laughs> so sean your 30 seconds starts now all right first of all forget about all your spells and stuff genie can do the same thing and obviously he's willing to do it without they wishes don't do spells. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's willing, the genie is willing to, to wait in a waiting room to get you weed. He's a great genie. I'm sure if you schmoozed with him, you could get him like, hey, yeah, my car out there has a flat. And he's like, ah, don't worry about it. Bing, and you're done. You can you can ask this genie for just about anything, I'm sure. This is a nice guy. This is a nice guy, and he's powerful, just as powerful, if not more powerful, than uh, your, your wizard. Your time's up. Ah. Time's up. <laughs> well, guys, I have to say, this one's so close. That you each get another 30-second rebuttal. Holy Host shit. Max, go. He's not your genie, bro. Thank you. I'm just freaking out because I'm like, dude, you're like, he's going to grant you favors. You're not his master. He's going he's gonna to do shit for you. Like, that Robin Williams really fucked up genies out there. Like, everyone knows. Like, genies <laughs> is like, there's three, and that's it. So if you own his lamp, which you don't, he's just a genie that shows up. He's just some fucking dude. So does he have money? Does he have anything? He's a fucking deadbeat. Who knows what the fuck he is? Wizards, you know. They have magical money. They have magical pets. They have a bunch of fucking magical shit. Five it's seconds. Gonna all, they're going to ooze magic and it's going to infect your life and all that crap. 
way better than the genie that is Time's up. for you. Oh, Sean, your time begins now. All right, let's assume this is an asshole genie, right? He's not a Robin Williams. He's an asshole. So you know what he's going to do to his master? He's going to go to this shop, and he's going to buy the shittiest weed possible, but he's going to pay the best weed possible prices. So that is because he's trying to screw over his master. If this Uh is a wish, then that's why you want him as a customer, because he's still a dick, and you are making more money. And again, all your fucking magic Five bullshit. Seconds. Fuck your magic. Like, genies are obviously way more powerful. That's why Jafar wanted to be a fucking genie. What That's all you, I need. Time's up. <laughs> this one was really good, guys. Um, <laughs> God. Okay. Voldemort itself was such a great point that I'm like, still stuck on it. Uh, yeah. The, 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 I don't know. The genie, the genie being able to have someone wish the shop, like, that was a good point. But Sean had some good points as well. Um, with trying to be able to steal the genie and use them for the shop's benefit. Um, this one was really tough, though, but I'm going to have to give it to the wizard. Hey! Max will take this one. Good game. Thank I'm God. surprised no one brought up, like, my first thought was, like, he'd have, like, a smoking contest, and the wizard would be, like, shooting flames out of all of his fingertips, like, lighting all the bowls for everybody. That's that's what I was thinking. But. Funny, like, cause toward the end, I started realizing it's all about them being a customer. I kept focusing on powers and shit, yeah, and yeah. it's, like, it's supposed to be them showing up to do stuff, and, again, the genie has no power, whatever the master is. The restriction is. was, like, a big thing for me. Like, and there, and then, like, I was thinking about how, like, you said, like, a customer could steal the genie, but they're contracted, aren't they? Like, as soon as someone rubs the genie, like, or the lamp. Well, so I think it's whoever like, owns the lamp, I guess, but oh, at so the same time. you can just time, take possession of it. And... I think so. That's why gotcha. you have to hide your lamps. That's the, that's the Aladdin rules. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Which I think kind of gave a, a fucked up all genie knowledge, because there's some deep genie knowledge. Good that job, was... guys. That was a close one. That was awesome. I'm not even prepared with my next topic here. I've got a stupid one here. Let's just roll into this one. Uh, six people were arrested for tampering with the famous Hollywood sign. Did you hear about this? Holly boobs. Holly boob. That's yeah, it. Yeah, I heard about it last <laughs> week. I thought, yeah. Yes. So five gr- five guys, one girl, uh, they climbed the hillside to the sign, and in front of the W, they erected a tarp with a giant letter B on it, and then uh, they added a dash in the middle of the D, making it look like a B, thus... Holly boob. Um, they were arrested, obviously. They were charged <laughs> with trespassing. But I found this interesting. They were not charged with vandalism <laughs> because they didn't damage the sign. They put the blanket over it. They put the blanket in front of it. And then they did something to the D that did not damage it. Thus, Smart. no vandalism. Hmm. Yeah, I thought that was fun. Nice way to skirt the uh, system there. Except, you know, For trespassing. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, they claimed it was for uh, breast cancer awareness, and uh, okay, yeah, right. Like what? Okay, okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was short and stupid. Like Steve O'd, he's like climbing. Remember, on the someone crane. made it Hollyweed. Hmm? Do you remember that when someone made it look like it was saying Hollyweed? No. Oh yeah, they made it a double E on the O's. Why is it so easy to change the Hollywood sign? Yeah, it's not a stranger to being <laughs> changed. With? Yeah, really. People hate the people in neighborhoods around there. Hate people walking up to the Hollywood sign. Apparently, why? Just because it's a giant nuisance. See, they did the same thing. They just covered up these portions. Oh, wow. Yeah, it says Holly Weed, too. <laughs> and they made oh, it look wow. like ease. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you can. Can you make it say Holly Wiener? You have to add two more. <laughs> just erect your own uh, signs up there. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get on it. Let's get a GoFundMe. That's easy. So did you hear about this guy? His name's Prince Midnight. Ooh, Sounds like a I DJ. Got chills. <laughs> <laughs> He's a, <laughs> he's a Tampa Bay uh, uh, musician. 
goes by Prince Midnight, and he made a guitar to honor his uncle Philippe. And yeah. he said his uncle Philippe, who like he died recently, or actually not recently, but he died. Um, he was the biggest metalhead ever. So mm. Prince Midnight made a guitar out of his uncle's bones. Oh <laughs> no way! That's so metal. That is metal. holy shit. So here I'll, I'll talk about it for a little bit. But here's oh, him. that's too creepy. Ooh, my oh my god! Right that's here. a rib cage, and a <laughs> spine, and a pelvis. Oh that's some predator-looking shit. It really is. But it looks clean. It's not oh, like covered in sinew or anything. That's too much, dude. That's very metal. That's too much. It's super metal. I'd like to see him standing with it. Does he ever do that? I don't know. Uh, That's too much. I mean, I pretty much just saw this much too. I'm like, okay, he's he's playing he's playing this guy's skeleton. But yeah, it's for the audience. What are what are you seeing? Tell the audience. You're basically seeing. Okay, so the uh, the top of the guitar, the penis looking part, is protruding yeah. out of the skeleton where the head would be. It's the neck of the guitar. <laughs> That's the Thank one. You. Yeah, I thought penis looking part too. All right, the neck. Okay, ignorant fuck. <laughs> okay, and the then there's part. a uh, rib the cage, <laughs> but uh, the strings are along the skeleton's spine, so they're not over the rib cage. The rib cage is protruding quite a bit it. around yeah. it. Yeah. And hands then, inside of it. Yeah, that's exactly. Hip, and that's like the hip bone. Then you have the pelvis there. down there at the bottom. Yeah, Where all yeah, the dude. electrical outlets are plugged in. <laughs> sure. So you saw, but I'm going to tell you a little bit more about this wow, thing. That's metal. Dude, uh, you know what's funny? I like the art. It's not called this, I don't think, but the, the article I read, they just, I'm just going to steal it. They said they called it the Skelecaster. I was like, <laughs> I like it. Dude, and you never, I and like, like, like it. it's, but I never, I, I even the looked that up and it never came up again. So I think they just like called it that, but yeah, like, yeah. that's kind of a metal name. That's, yeah. So, but here, let me tell you the backstory a little bit. So, yeah, so this guy is Uncle Philippe, Philippe, I should say. Uh, he passed in the 90s and um, he died in a motorcycle accident in 1996 at the age of 28. And a skeleton was donated to a local college. And then after 20 years, he ended up in a cemetery that this guy's family had to pay rent on. Huh. Because it's, it's in Greece. Yeah, this is this is what's crazy. So, like, basically, okay, because they don't want people to get cremated there. And I'm assuming it's Greece. There's just not the, like that much plots there in, like, a religious sense and stuff. You have to pay rent on it every month or whatever to keep his remains there. So this guy was like, I don't think Pull so. Pull it out. So he, re- <laughs> yeah, so he repatriated oh the bones into his possession. <clears throat> and then... He declined to buy a cemetery plot for the remains. So the article says, so the bones were in pieces, and after a few weeks of showing them to his friends, uh, <laughs> Prince Midnight decided to use Uncle Philippe, with, who was a metalhead, to turn him into a guitar. He's a literal grave robber, basically. <laughs> well, it's like, it's, what's funny, they said they donated to a college, so they must be all, like, kind of embalmed and nice. I don't think they're just, like, Ugh. dead pieces. Yeah. Y- yeah, so, like... Man, not a lot of shit creeps me out, but that's really creepy. <laughs> so I don't, what's, I don't what's, know, because, I mean, like... I get my my wishes are either to be shot into space when I die. I want that too. Or to be made into some sort of a Among Us style. jewel that could be passed down in some sort of creepy necklace. Although I do kind of like. Have you seen they're burying them in trees and like you become a tree? Yes. Yes. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. Too. it is cool. Then you might have all the bird powers and stuff. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so what's funny is so he's like, let's make him into a guitar. So he's his friends that were familiar with making guitars from scratch warned him that a bone guitar wouldn't sound as good as one made from wood. So <laughs> you don't? <laughs> How do you know that, buddy? But he was uh, undeterred. So then Prince Midnight, he had to. So first he had to weld a metal bar to the spine to attach the neck of the skeleton or the uh, to the, or the penis part, as we we're talking about. <laughs> Um, and then he had to make sure the neck and the bridge would be exactly parallel so the guitar strings would freely ring. 
He also had to put a jack for the core into Uncle Philippe's hip bone. You yeah, saw that yeah, earlier, yeah, too. Uh-huh. And then this is kind of funny. He's like, so Uncle Philippe's uh, skull was included in the remains, but Prince Midnight, he said they were, they were damaged and couldn't be added to the head of the guitar. From the, motor- <laughs> from the motorcycle accident. Oh, you're... Yeah. I, yeah. Detective as soon dude. as you said motorcycle so accident, that's why I figured those were only the bones he could use. I never even put two and two together. You're right. Because I was sitting there like, man, they should reconstruct Man, his face died, and be all metal and shit, but he's probably said just like <laughs> yeah, smashed Pete. You're right. Sure. Yeah, I never thought of that. That would know. be so cool on the head of the guitar, though. It really oh, would. See, that, that would, would make it cool again. I was hoping it was like so cracked cool. in half. I was like, dude, just like glue like some weird flames in the center. <laughs> like, <laughs> like back from hell. Like, but you're, it's probably shattered into a million pieces. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. That's dark. You made it dark for me now. It's I real. I bet he could go on tour with this thing or rent it out. Yeah. To other metal bands that want to like, use it, well, here, wow. right? Because you're gonna see a lot of replicas now. I mean, if you were into that, wouldn't that be an honor? <laughs> it's if the most metal thing. Fucking I've ever Metallica done? or whoever metal, right? the hell like... out there, some hardcore metal band played with your skeleton on stage. Like that'd be so cool. That'd be pretty sick. Yeah. Just don't smash it at the end. <laughs> yeah, right, dude. That would happen. Like, ah! like no, my uncle, no. Um, <laughs> So Prince Midnight is forbidden by law from selling, as we're calling the Skellicaster yeah. now. But uh, he's having fun stringing Ske- it along, supposedly. The Skellicaster. Skellicaster. So one last thing is funny. He, um, he admits the project caused some awkward moments with his mom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at first she said it was sacrilegious and the work of the devil. You know how moms are, Prince Midnight said. But I asked her, Uncle Philippe was the biggest metalhead of anybody. Where would he rather be, in the ground or shredding? Nice. She said shredding. <laughs> right. And that's the end of the of the story, but that's like funny. that dude's just like, bee, 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 bee. that's funny. <laughs> uh, well, I got a little bit of a brainy one here. So, a study out of Yale, published in Frontiers in Human Neuroscience, posits that arguing uses more brain power than agreeing. So, essentially, disagreeing and arguing your point uses more brain power. Than just straight up going along Does with that the flow. Explain why I'm such an asshole all the time. It, are you asked to? Wait, what? What'd you say? <laughs> what'd you think I said? I said, "Does that explain why I'm all, uh, why I'm such an asshole all the time?" Oh, I heard touching asshole. That's what I heard too. I was like, what? "Huh? Is that why I'm touching <laughs> assholes touching all the asshole? time?" <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> oh, I heard. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> Can we roll? Okay. Either way, I hope I did honestly, but I don't think I said touching asshole. I, I doubt I did. I said, uh, "Is that why I'm such an asshole?" Here, t- is that why I'm touching asshole? <laughs> a pilgrim? <laughs> like I must have mushed mouth a little bit. Sorry, pilgrim. Hey, Adrian, is it because I'm touching asshole? Okay. Either way, yes. <laughs> you want to exercise your brain touching assholes or being an asshole, whatever being you're into. Um, uh, Dr. Joy Hirsch from the study, she says it just takes a lot more brain real estate to disagree than to agree. And so uh, what's happening here when two people are debating a topic like we just did, uh-huh. uh, their synchronicity between the brains when we agree there is synchronicity between the brains when we agree, but when we disagree, the neural coupling dislinks. So, essentially, what she's saying is, uh, it's like an orchestra where two people are playing different music. Our brains are going out. What's that? We're going out. Our brains are going in sync. Yes, when we agree. Oh, okay. When we are when we are agreeing on a topic, our brains are in sync and uh, the conversation flows better. And what they attribute that to is because when you're agreeing, 
you're more relaxed, and you're willing to pick up on social cues so you can better initiate with the person you're talking to. Whereas when you disagree, the study suggests that um, you are using more of your brain power to stock up bullets in your argument gun mm-hmm. and to fire at your opponent. And you're more on the defensive, and you're not cued in to their social cues. That reminds me of the, of the topic we did about kind of like see like our memory how are you how we analyze it where if you're in danger you kind of process the area more closer to you versus if you're not in danger you kind of notice everything around you far away yes yeah exactly so uh they studied 38 adults who filled out surveys declaring whether or not they agreed with four controversial topics quote video games are a waste of time the death penalty should be banned same-sex marriage is a civil right and Max can't fight a cheetah. So they all wrote down whether or not they think they could do, you know, their opinions. Wait, is on that this. wrong? Is that are you, you fucking with? Oh, I'm sorry, I read the last one. Uh, I'll fight that one. Marijuana should be legalized. Oh, okay, that was the other one. <laughs> I'll fucking, I'll fight you on that cheetah shit right now. Uh, test subjects were then paired off with someone they shared two opinions with and disagreed on two other opinions. Uh, they were then encouraged to discuss and debate the topics. There were no survivors. So out of the body is what they discovered. <laughs> they all did. Based on dental records. <laughs> um, while the subjects conversed, the, the researchers measured their uh, brain activity and speech patterns and found that disagreements were far more taxing on the brain. Sensory areas were less active, while areas involved with higher cognitive functions were fired up. So, again, just the idea that you're not paying attention to your surroundings. You're so just into the argument because you want to prove your point. Is it like mirroring? You know, people say like that's like the body language thing. And people are like, oh, they start mirroring each other. Isn't that when you like somebody? Don't you start mirroring them? Like if somebody crosses their legs, you cross your legs sort of deal? Well, I think it's just more like, a again, probably back to this, like you're having a, even a, you're just having a pleasant conversation if you think, right? Or like if you're, if you're having a debate but you're agreeing with each other. What else? What is a conversation, if you will, versus like you're having more of an argument? It's like, so uh-huh. maybe that's what that part of it too. Your yeah. brains are getting mirrored. Um, the pair's brain activity was likened to a symphony, like I told you. Um, what they said, uh, this is, I, I found this interesting because in order, what it essentially says is, in order to get somebody to agree with you, if they disagree, is to grind them down. Until they don't have the will to disagree anymore. So oh, perfect. I mean, that's police inter- interrogations, right? That's exactly how they run. Brainwashing. Yeah. Uh, breaking a horse. Like, just Shh. fucking grind them down. This is what breaking is, essentially. Yeah. You just, you just grind out their yeah, mental... Just take three, four, ten days. Just go at it. And so that brings me <clears throat> to my Jerry Springer final point. <laughs> just remember, folks. You have to break their will. To gather the energy to disagree. Because agreeing is so much easier. Take care of yourself and each other. <laughs> that just makes me want. All those, all those end ones were always about relationships because everything's all about cheating on this show. So it's always like, it always hurts when your partner does cheat on you, but then you love them and that partner. And you and that partner together have good times. And then sometimes you don't. And then when one does something you don't like and then the others, it's, it's always bad. So anyway, you know how bad it is jerry springer take, take care, care of yourself, yourself. <laughs> and each other it's like all the same words couples feel yeah. bad not good but you know 
kind of I wish I actually would love a supercut of that shit. So I want to show you this crazy laptop I read about that I think is ridiculous, but it's kind of funny. So it's from this uh, company called Expanscape, and it's the Aurora 7, and it's a mobile workstation that puts seven screens in front of the user. Yeah. A laptop that has seven screens. That's fascinating. Wow. How does that work? Dun, projections. Done. Done. Okay. So you say projections? Oh, that's what cool. What do you think? Yeah, if you have any, um, yeah, let me know. What do you think? Seven screens. Seven is an odd number. Why seven? It's better than six. Is the more keyboard? more screens are better? You guys are the kings ah. of. I have two screens. I have three screens. I love screens, and I'm always like, my one's pretty good. I have one big screen. They're like, no more, more. So when I saw this if guy, it's not projections. I'm guessing it's some sort of like uh, either uh, what's the flexible screen material or some sort of fold out uh, mechanism, and. The keyboard is probably a screen too. Oh, 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 I'm guessing. this guy. Well, you're all wrong. Completely, okay. completely wrong. I was lying the whole time. Skinny Pete did it. <laughs> That's how it, it feels, Sean. No. <laughs> no, okay. So you're he's you're mostly right, uh, Ho Sean. Uh, I'm gonna show you a picture of it right now, and then I'm gonna talk more about it. But this honestly, this laptop looks like some type of shit. A scientist of like studying the Avengers would use like WandaVision, you know, when they're studying the thing right now. I'm saying like uh-huh. this is what the scientists would use. So here's a picture of it, all deployed. Oh wow, Jesus, yeah, that's intense. So it is like Toshan said, it's like it's a really thick boy How much laptop. Does it weigh 100 pounds? And then you then right. you undo the laptop once, and then you unfold it again, like vertically, I guess, to have another screen. And then Jesus. screens come out horizontally from the left and the right. <laughs> Did they say what profession would be using this monstrosity? Uh, you know, hunting ghosts. Hackers. And, like, exactly. you know, high-intense things, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, anybody could use Check it, it out, sure. Bro. but like, the specs. Who needs it's kind of it? sick. I thought, I mean, it's weird and kind of clunky, but it's it's kind of... They need to streamline that a little bit. It's, yeah, that is no longer a laptop. Yeah. That's not too a laptop. Much well, you said mobile workstation, so you that does make this. sense you a little need bit. All this, you need so many screens. So here, we'll talk about. Okay, yeah. More. What are the specs here? What am I looking at? Yeah. Can I'm it run PUBG? Yeah. Can it stream? Is that so your new streaming supposedly computer? the A7? We're calling it the A7. It's being designed for content creators, data scientists, and developers who needs lots of display real estate. Pretty scientists, much scientists. That's a good. Uh, one. This is very much at the prototype stage of development, and so <laughs> currently uh, it has four 17.3 inch 4K UHD panels. And three seven-inch displays at nineteen twenty by twelve hundred resolution. Intel i nine ninety nine K eight core processor, sixty four gigs RAM, DDR four. The Nvidia GTX ten sixty series. Yeah, the processor's not the best either. I thought i nine was good. Is it i nine really good? Because I have an i seven. I i seven is good. I have an i seven. I thought the i nine's higher though, right? Yeah. So I, I thought that was good, but the. The 1060. What well, anyway? Anyway, that's 2.5 terabytes SSD, two terabytes HHD, HDD storage, and then the aim is to get the system to support up to 128 gigs of RAM and over 16 terabytes of storage. Okay. Yeah. No. I want to show you one more, some other pictures really quick, and one more statistic about the battery. Because would you think that was plugged in? But they're talking about trying to battery it. But like here it is from a folding position. And then I can scroll down when you guys are done looking at it. But it's, it's a like, briefcase. So all the screens are actual screens, too. They're not like what he said, using some sort of no material. Or, yeah. No, they're wow. screens. It's a kind of hardware. It's like a weird proof of concept hardware thing that's kind of... Reminds me of old school, like, 
Windows 95 laptops back in the day. Yes. I don't think they were, but this is thick because it has a bunch of shit in it, which I'm kind of Okay, do we get by. to guess the price? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you about that too. Okay. Remind me about okay. That. Um, so now you see it folding over just in case. Blah, 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 blah. And then wow. fully deployed. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, look, they're coming from the back. I didn't. I just noticed that for the first time. The small ones are coming oh, from yeah, the back. Oh, yeah, those things look like they pop out of everywhere. They're like sliding. And then there it is. And you know what's cool? That the, that tiny thing there, they call that the tiny server. I have a picture of it. You want to see it, but it's supposedly like a little miniature server you can have right there on that device. But anyway, so again, oh, that's cool. <laughs> back to this weird laptop thing. Let's go back to the battery. So, um, so yeah, running the laptop with all the screen would take a lot of juice. So it's going to have two batteries, one basically to run the screens and one to run like the computer. And right now, it's going to it lasts an hour per charge. Okay. So you have an hour to hunt ghosts in well, the prison before I, it's like, my seven laptop computer's down. I bet the hour is generous, too. I bet you it's <laughs> I not really you, an hour. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. That's hilarious. So. Again, this is not a laptop. <laughs> this is a mobile workstation where it better well damn be plugged in. I was thinking that same. I wrote the same thing, like, battery? Yeah. This thing would be plugged in, no? Like, question mark? Like, yeah. why would they do that? Like, so crazy. But just in case you had to, like, run and so do that from the zombies, you had seven screens to do it. And uh, so the eventual aim is to get the system down to a maximum weight of 22 pounds. So it's heavier than that right now. <laughs> so we don't know what that is. How heavy is it? We don't know. Yeah. We just oh, know is, they're trying to get to 22 it's not pounds. not a selling point. And then last thing is we don't know about the pricing. You can learn the pricing if you want to buy it if you sign a non-disclosure uh, yeah. agreement. And then Even just on price? Yeah. Like you can't uh, even share the price. with. They, it was nowhere. Like I would have had to send them an email and be like, I'm – company you know better than most things i'm interested in your thing then sign this non-disclosure then here's that and then i couldn't talk about it on the show then good i so once i'm like oh crap like it's a so you can't talk about it so this would be one of those devices where it's so expensive and so bizarre that i wouldn't want to like just go at unfolding these screens by myself i would need i would definitely need instruction you know what i mean i don't want to i don't want to tweak something here i don't want to bend it the wrong fucking way or oh my god That'd be a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's a trip. Like, we're going to have to definitely post this on the Instagram. But, like, <laughs> yeah. again, when you look at this thing, well deployed, that's why I get I'm watching WandaVision. Like I said, this looks like some scientist. Is that an actual picture or is that like a rendering? That's it. No, that's, that's an actual device. photo of it. You can buy this, basically, but you got to probably pay out the ass and yeah and don't talk about all the glitches it has and stuff but like i really want to know how it plays PUBG and dude PUBG <laughs> My still, how much screen, do you think something like that direct cost? strike on the other a prototype well the fact that it has like a 10 series graphics card tells it's not for gaming prototype. they don't care really what they just want the size but, yeah gotcha but cost wise, right now guesstimate 35 i was gonna say 4k yeah, yeah. I was gonna say something like five or seven. Oh, for some reason I kind of I, I was thinking I'm stuck on the, I'm, I'm going way more than that because, because it's also they gotta give it like a some pizzazz. Yeah, they want like they, they can't be like oh yeah it's fucking dirt cheap. Right. Like obviously you know what it is, but you're paying for like the look at this brah. Just hardware. Look at this brah. 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 Look at my seven screens. Brah. I mean, I guess the engineering by itself would cost a lot. Yeah. Putting all those screens folding into yes. each other like that. Yeah, brah. Yeah. And then if it breaks like on the third time the of labor. use. Can so. you imagine like a fixing those things? That is pain in the <laughs> yeah. ass. Like when that first comes out to market, it's just like, like day one, one of like the, the seven screen or of fifty five. It's like my screen broke off. My screen mm-hmm. broke off. Like, oh god! <laughs> Stop shipping the Aurora. No, Stop shipping them. No, I only have six screens now. No. 
All right. Well, speaking of guessing prices, I have a uh, price guessing game here. Ooh, Ooh. wow. Right. Let me set it up for you. So a lock of George Washington's hair is going up for auction. Oh, I got this. This is one of those things where it's not going to be as much as you think. <laughs> I always go way over. Stop giving away my secrets. <laughs> yeah. I was already sitting there like, dude, it's not worth that much. <laughs> like, So Boston-based RR Auction is auctioning off the lock of George Washington's hair and a lock of Martha Washington's hair. And uh, along with nearly 300 other presidential items. So a ton of stuff. Did they consent to that? I'll say presidential items, and that's they start with hair. Yeah. So I'm just like, what other for like, there's like toenail clippings at the bottom of this list. Like, they start with hair, like not his stamps, his knife, his hammer, his well, hair. Some of the other uh, items they listed here, because you know, they just give you the best items. So obviously a lock of hair is interesting enough. And yeah. here's, a, here's the next interesting category, and then I'll go down to probably what the rest of this 300 is made up of. Okay. Um, other items are uh, JFK's crimson Harvard sweater. Wow, so that's at least something, right? Yeah, that's a photo, a signed photograph of Lincoln and his son Tad. Okay, okay. Oh, great. Yeah. I've always, I, I, Tad Lincoln's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Having Abe Lincoln's autograph would be pretty sick. I'd keep it in my wallet and I'll fold it up. What is he, Lincoln's hand signature? <laughs> so those are the other ones they named off. Like, hey, look at these. Here's the rest of it. I think. Also, numerous documents and personal papers signed by, and then, John Quincy Adams, James Monroe, James Madison, Andrew Jackson, Martin Van Buren, Zachary Taylor, Millard Fillmore, James Buchanan, Ulysses S. Grant, James Garfield, and other presidents. And the rest. (laughs) Like, you lead with this, like, who the fuck is Zachary Taylor? Wasn't he the kid on um, Home Saved Improvement? by the Bell? Yeah, something dude. Like, yeah. yeah. Something, something Thomas. <laughs> like, these are your all-stars you're leading with with papers? Like, can I get and their hair? signed documents, yeah. so it could literally be, like, anything. Yeah, go get it me It could coffee. be, like, a dental yeah. form. Yeah. <laughs> I like apples. An attendance sheet. Yeah, I'm here. I thought that was fun. But here's the guessing game. Um, uh, last year, our, our auction, the same, the same uh, auction house, sold a lock of Lincoln's hair. Wrapped in a blood-stained telegram what, what, oh. about his 1865 assassin, assassination. Okay, I was like, don't I, I, I want to don't tell us any pricing because I want. No, I'm like, not. Okay, this okay. is the guessing game because okay. I don't have a price for um, Washington's hair because the auction is still going. I it started see. on but February 11th. Can we get okay? And it ends on February 18th. Just in case any of you listeners so out guess, there are interested, but we, we can guess the blood one, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, that's it. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What okay. Do you um, think? A lock of Lincoln's hair wrapped in a blood-stained telegram. It didn't say if the blood was his, <laughs> but the assassinate the telegram is about his 1865 assassination. So I, I doubt it's his. So you get Lincoln's hair, some blood, and then a note about it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you think that's worth? And Lincoln's gonna be. Can I can I ask really quick about the other one? Was that Washington's hair? Yes. Or, okay. Okay. Is Lincoln better than Washington? No, I think Washington would go for more. But Lincoln's so fun to say. Lincoln would go for. Lincoln would go for. Eight thousand dollars. Okay. Okay. No. 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 See, it's not the hair; it's the letter. That's an actual piece of history. I think so. I'm gonna say. Fifty 
thousand dollars. I think we're overdoing it. <laughs> Just by if you said the word okay, and I realized we were fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Damn it. Mr. E, you are closest. Wow. Oh. By how much? Uh, you are shy $31,000. Okay. <laughs> the grand total was 81000 mm. to an unidentified buyer. We took our advice too much. <laughs> like, we should have given it more clout. Yeah. The letter is is probably the big part. I mean, the blood, who blood, cares about that? We don't know if it's blood. his, but if the letter is an actual piece of history of the assassination of a huge person. Yes. So. And usually our auctions on here are like, the back to the future hubcaps. And right. it's like, you know, the market for history is probably a little richer and deeper than want it. the market for back well, to the future memories. Whoever bought that could clone Lincoln or whoever bought that was. Oh, he has the hair. He could do that too. You can you clone need him. follicles with the hair. You can't just find hair. You got to find that little white oh, thing on the end of you. it. That's where the DNA No, you take is. the hair and grind it into a powder with like a thing and a little water, a little, you know, how you mud and you, you, And then you, you light clone, it on you clone fire something, yeah. Summon the white spirits to. I'm not sure what you're calling. We'll call something if you do that. <laughs> um, yeah, I like the idea that they have Washington's hair and Lincoln's hair. Like, these are such weird freaking items. And there's certificates of authenticity. Like, Washington's hair was passed down from uh, his family members and whatnot. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Do you want my hair? Maybe. Like, are you going to be worth something someday? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll give you some. I'll start collecting it. Well, that's fine. All right, cool. Toenail clippings, signatures yeah. on uh, official documents, presidential sure. decrees and shit. Just beard hair. It'll be only beard hair. Yeah. How will I tell the difference between your pubes? You're probably going to give me pubes. I don't want No, to no, I have mind. shockingly white pubes. I have shockingly bright neon white. Like, it glows a little bit. I've heard special dark underwear. <laughs> Mr. E, confirm. Oh. Confirm. He's right. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I want to show you one cool thing I thought was funny. This is kind of gone. Another thing has gone viral. Have you guys seen this? This pair of frozen pants. <laughs> I have. No. <laughs> and I thought it was very clever. Do you know the whole? So you know the whole story, the setup behind this thing. I think so. But uh, there's uh, he he some guy froze his pants in the middle of the street as a way to uh, save his parking spot or something. That's what it is. He's saving. He's doing dibs on parking spots. I guess that's something people do in Chicago, and they usually use lawn chairs or traffic cones. At first, I thought that made no sense, but I guess because if you sit there and dig out a piece of snow, you know, to park there, then you leave to go get your car, and then you come back and it's someone took it. And I'm like, well, okay, so I guess maybe it's just like a way to live in a snowy city like that. But this guy kind of he went viral. We're talking about him where he basically froze his pants and just left them there, and that's his like calling card of like this is my spot right here. He freezes his pants there, and I thought this was like a host Sean thing for some reason. This something you would do. And here's the recipe of how to freeze your pants outside. I would love to know. So you soak a pair, put it outside. In about 20 minutes, you can form them to shape. Okay. And another 20, they're solid. Wow. Put them outside. That's that's the key ingredient there. Yeah, Chicago freezing temperatures outside. <laughs> so freaking – I like Chicago as a city. Like, I've been there a couple times, and I would love to, like, move there and, like, just – I like the city. You know, the, I'm not I'm not too happy about the murder rate, but yeah. the city's fun. <laughs> so uh, I'm also the, – the other big detriment is the cold. It gets so – Freaking cold there. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be a nightmare. You can freeze your pants, though. But I love that, <laughs> freezing your pants. That'd be pretty sick. <laughs> and so, yeah, the guy doing this, he's also, he's going to try to start freezing some shirts on top of it, too. Just build a human. Like, oh, yeah, basically like a frozen <laughs> shirt person. And I don't know, that's reminded me of something you would just fucking do. I would, I would, I guess he's doing this probably on his balcony or backyard or whatever. I, I don't know, wherever he's parking or. But I, I, I can't imagine he's just sitting out there and. 
uh, he's probably got a he's probably uh preparing it at home and then bringing it out to the parking spot i'd imagine somehow they were wet yeah. like so yeah maybe the next step is to uh, put them down on the ground and then pour water around them or compact ice so they freeze there so no one can just like take, take off, off with it. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, because it's not going to be like, oh, I'm going to take those jeans or something. I want the frozen. But like, why? Because they're going to fall into regular jeans. Like, now I have this dude's I guess that would... jeans. <laughs> like, at least a cone or a chair, you can like use a cone or you can always use a cone, right? Or a chair, but some other dude's jeans. Yeah, that's where my. Because my, when I heard the story, I assumed. He froze them to the ground for whatever reason. But then again, like it, that whole situation is based on the honor system. Yeah. So if you do just sweep aside someone's marker and park there, chances are your car is going to get trashed. Yeah, exactly. That's probably uh, some old school justice there that prevents yeah, that shit. For makes sure. Sense. For sure. I would know, so. like, hey, I had this dibbed. That'd be miserable. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, that's the murder rate. I guess that explains the murder rate. <laughs> yeah, it's for parking. Just get more parking structures. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got any more? All right. Well, thank you for joining us on this episode of Better Than Most Things. Yes. We had a great time. Yes. Yes. And that was probably one of the most heated debates we've ever had. It was. Thank it was you a for close that, one. Mr. E. You're welcome. <laughs> Stay tuned for more. See you next time. Hey, thanks for joining us on Better Than Most Things. Keep in mind that we are enthusiasts, not experts. If you want to know more about the topics we discussed, we encourage you to research them yourself and let us know if we missed anything. Submit your questions or interesting topics to our Discord. For all the latest updates, subscribe to our Twitter and Instagram, both at btmt underscore podcast. And please rate and subscribe on your podcast app.